They say I can't rap no more cause I've been gone for way too long I've been gone for way too long no Come on, come on, let me hear Talking about that nigga Cray, they say he can't rap no more Nigga, what you mean by that? They hope I got my stand no more I've been bullying all my own fake friends, I wanna act no more I said I've been zooted on my own, I ain't feeling that no I'm more I'm trying to pull up, it's my phone, I press the button and make the car start Hey, you niggas really see, I'm trying to get bread like a pop Hey, you can catch me on that block, we out me and shoot away from cop cop Hey, we step off in the club, niggas mad, we shine like diamond stars Oh yeah, oh yeah, if you play, we at your head Out of bounds, you might be dead The streets talk, hear what they say, behind the gate Gang paint the city red. Nigga ass street talking to the fit. Nigga ain't gang take out of bed. IG trolls laugh when they dead. And that's a bit by the double laugh. Baby, you can see them. Hey, you geeked up. Oh, yeah, baby. I can tell you all the shit. I just paint exotic flower for my life. I'm trying to watch Baby, you can call me Mr. Alleyway. I blocked me and all the hair was boom. Yes, sir. That's Quackstar. Rap no more. I know a lot of artists, a lot of rappers are feeling like that today. They don't want to rap no more for the fear of their own hood. It's going to shoot and kill them, rob them and kill them. So what do we tell the young artists? To quit or to keep going? To live with fear or just fear? The Almighty, the creator of everything between the heavens and the earth. Fear no man. I know we, you know, try to show love to those who you know, who you think you know, who think they know you, where you from and all that. But the first opportunity to catch you sleep, they're gonna knock your whole fucking head off. So I talked to several artists in the last couple of days, just the demise of PNB Rock, rest in peace, PNB Rock. It's a serious, you know, subject. Like, why do the hood transgress against others that's from the hood that got up off their ass, worked hard, grind, and hustled, and made something out of themselves and became successful? Any type of success. I'm not just talking about the millionaire artist. I'm talking about any artist. That's, you know, that, that's their profession. They're actually earning income from their blessing. And they're acquiring a little bit of material things in this world. And yet, when you go to this state or that state or wherever state, you got some broke-ass dudes telling you that you got to pay them to go to that state when you don't have nothing to do with them. You're just going over there to perform. And then you're out of there. I don't know where this came from. But when you go over there, you got to pay them to go over there. But y'all, who the fuck is y'all? Y'all broke, bro. Y'all broke as hell. Y'all ain't, even, y'all ain't even got to come to my show. Y'all ain't got to come to the after party. Y'all ain't got to come to the events. Y'all ain't got to come to the show. You ain't got to come to the video shit. You ain't got to be nothing involved with what you got going on. But in the last, like, 15 years, it's gotten, you know, with the, with the glamorizing and, the, you know, giving it so much attention that everybody's doing that everywhere you go. When I was growing up, it was none of that, bro. We traveled the country freely. Of course, if you got people that live in certain states, you call them like, yo, I'm coming in town, bro. What you going to do on this weekend? Oh, all right, bet. Bet. All right, we're going to come chill. Boom, like that. But now you got to be like, yo, 
I'm coming. All right, it's going to cost you, uh, well, it depends what level you're on, 10 stacks or 20 stacks, and we're going to secure you for the weekend. Ain't nobody going to fuck with you. You're good. So now the artists got to give up a portion of their show money because the labels ain't paying for it. The labels should pay for it, though. The labels should be made to pay for the fucking security. Like, if I get to that, when I get to that level and I have an artist and I'm, we're making millions of dollars, and then wherever we go, I'm going to have armed security. Yep, police officers. Armed security. White security. So they don't have no ties with no hood. No gang, no hood, none of that shit. White motherfucker. Security. Anybody coming within this radius, whatever, whatever, knock their whole fucking head off, man. And it's sad that it's come to that. That has come to this point. And then he's killing all the rappers, and that's that's the mouthpiece for the for, for your hood. Where you from? That's your spokesperson. So now when they get a certain level of success, now they can get in front of the city council, they can get in front of the Senate, Congress, go to the White House, talk to the president, like, yo, we need this over here, we need this, we need that, we need this. Now you kill that off, now we're back to square one. There's a bad enough they already, you know, consider us to be savages and animals. So look at them, they're fucking savages. They're shooting and killing each other over fucking crumbs. Yeah, throw some crumbs out there. Watch them, watch them, watch them, watch them. Watch, 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 watch. Look at them. Look at them. Go dump some guns off over there. Dump some more pills off over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put some more liquor stores in their, in their communities. Yeah. And let them all chase the same shit. And they're going to kill each other for it. Look, 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 of black and brown people. Yeah, we keep this trend up. By the by the year uh twenty fifty, we'll be the most dominant people again in America. Falling for the same trick. You know, and Malcolm X talked about this back in the day. Farrakhan talked about this back in the, to, to this day. Everybody, all the OGs, you know, been warned that this was gonna happen. And here we are. Can't believe that we've come to this. I never thought that I would see the hip hop culture the way it is right now. It just saddens me. It breaks my heart, bro. It 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 actually demotivates me. You know, but you know, I, I try to stay encouraged and stay motivated and inspired because I have I got kids, bro. And I want to say, oh, my dad's a quitter. He quit doing what he was doing. Whatever. Like today, I went out and I grind today. Shout out to the city of Millville. Dope little hood of Millville. It's a little city, but it's dope, man. They got dope people in there. Entrepreneurs, artists, professional athletes. Got the, one of the greatest baseball players of Major League Baseball. He's going to be crowned the greatest baseball player ever. His name is Mike Trout. He's from Millville, New Jersey. Then you have several players that made it to the NFL from Millville. 
And now there's a new one. Uh, Pacheco, Julio Pacheco plays for the Can- Kansas City Chiefs. He's number 10. And he, he played tonight, tonight, Thursday night football against the Chargers, and they beat the Chargers 27-24. But beyond that, what is it that we fucking killing each other? When I see you, I don't hate you. I say, what's up? How you doing, man? Yo, check it out, man. Check my brand out, man. It's my brand, Hood Star World, negative to positive. You know, I'm out here grinding. Respect my grind, hustling, blase this. What do you do? I, I, met, a, I met a brother today. He had to be in his 30s. And I told him, he said, oh, man, that's dope, boo yeah. Well, I'm looking to do that, too. You know, I got my little studio, boo and now I'm seeking to get my LLC and my, and my business account and this and that. I just need help with getting it. And I said, no problem, look. Here's my business card. Here's my number on there, man. Call me, bro. I'll give you the direction where you need to go. And that's what it is that you're trying to do. Or you can just come fuck with me and let's rock out, bro. Let's network. Can't be on no dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get money. Let's spread the message. Let's share this knowledge and life experience with the youth and let them know that that's not it. Like today, I had an incident today where I, I, my daughter, I called my daughter when she was getting ready to get out of school. And I said, well, where are you on the bus? She said, well, we're over here. And when was there? So then I hear all this commotion in the background. And I hear kids, you know, talking real loud and cussing. Motherfucker this and fuck that. And then one kid said, suck my dick. And this little white boy talking like this. And I said, yo, who's that? She said, oh, that's the eighth grader, dad. I keep telling you about that. I said, all right. So I went at the bus stop. So then when the bus came, she let my daughter out. And then the bus driver, I said, yo, listen, let me talk to you, bro. Just, I don't know what you got going on, but you letting these kids sit on this bus doing all that cussing and saying, suck my dick and fuck this and that. I said, listen. First of all, all of y'all is privileged. Y'all all live in the suburbs. Your parents work hard, have homes. You're in a secure environment. You're, it's safe. I don't know why you're trying to act hood, like you're from the hood, or you black, or this and that, and you're not. Just be yourself. You're Tommy and Bobby, then be Tommy and Bobby, and just be what your parents created and how they raised you to be. I know social media plays a major part and the music does too. But I told the bus driver I do not want that disrespectfulness around my daughter. If you don't nip it in the bud in the beginning, it's going to swirl and swirl and swirl out of control. And God forbid, I don't even want to speak on it. We're going we're gonna to move past that. We're going to move past that. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to drop my daughter off in the morning and then pick her up in the afternoon. The school's only like a mile, a mile and a half from the crib to alleviate that, man, because I don't want to, I don't, listen, we're going to, I will do belay, man, shaitan, rajim, bismillahi, rahman, rahim. We're going to rid the shaitan right now. You know, God protect me from the devil himself. Protect me from the, even the thoughts. So that's what I told the OG that I met today. I said, listen, you can't hear yeah, but the young kids. I said, nah, but you can't give up on them. Every time you run into them and you talk to them, you let them know what it is, man, that that ain't it. This is not Chicago. That's their culture. This is not L.A. That's their culture. Everywhere else in the United States is copying what they see on social media and the music. The drill music and the Chicago thing, you know, that Chicago gang shit being 50 years, 60 years strong. Same thing in L.A. That's that actual culture. 
But then everybody else started copying it. Now everybody turned blood, everybody turned crit. And then everybody's doing the gang thing with the gun violence and the popping the pills. And now the, the uh, mushrooms are being promoted and they're using mainstream artists to promote the mushrooms. So that's even more crazier drugs. They're gonna make the kids hallucinate and gonna be doing more mass shootings and more driving the car 100 and something miles an hour and banging into a building or banging into a school bus or banging into people or bang or taking a gun and just like, look at that kid that did it last week. He went out with a gun and just shot, was killing. Black dude too went and just shot people randomly. He don't even know them. High as hell, goofy as fuck. Now he's sitting in jail, dumb as hell. And then when the cops can hear you surrender, all peaceful. Like, why you ain't go out like a gangster? You was acting like a gangster, and he was on his live doing it. So I don't know, man. We like we need to pray. We need to come together. We got to get a solution. But we got all our mainstream um, athletes and um, and artists selling out to corporations to the, to the system because they're getting paid. They know the messages they're sending and what they're portraying and the imagery to the, to 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 us is wrong. Meg Stallion, Cardi B. A coil array, all these fucking rapping female rappers, and then they're promoting prostitution and being most vulgarness and disrespectful and cussing and oh my goodness. And now you got all the little girls acting the same way. Then you got all the kids acting the same. I seen the kids today with a full fucking bank robbery outfit on, dog. Across the street from my man's career. My man lives in a nice neighborhood, beautiful home. And across the street is his mother's home. And the little teenagers came from school. They were dressed in all black and had the fucking ski masks on. Long sleeve, gloves on. Like They about to go rob a bank. But it's just a fad. See, when I was a kid, everybody stayed in their lane. Like you had the gangsters. Then you had them. They used to wear the hoodies. With the hoodies. And you had the athletes. Then you had the artists. And you had the, the uh, actors and actors, you know, the, who did plays in school. Then you had the graffiti artist, then you had the rapper, you had the singer. Everybody had their own role and their own and everybody stayed in their own lane. But today, now today you have that one person doing all nine positions. He's a rapper, athlete, shooter, drug addict, killer, robber, woman abuser. Dead be dead, criminal, scammer, like the list goes on and on. Like what happens when you do that? You either break down, have a nervous, you're going to break down and lose control, have a nervous breakdown. Or the candle, when you burn the candle on both ends, the candle is going to come to a head. It may take a year, two years, three years, four years, however long you think it may take, but then eventually it comes. Then it goes in your face. Then you find yourself with a case, a felony case, getting ready to go to prison. Getting ready to go to get on the big bird, on the on the big bus, shackled from your wrist to your waist to your ankles. From there, from reception, you know, all the way to whatever prison they send you to on the chain gang bus. It's not a good feeling, bro. Been there. Done that. 
But when I when I went there and done that, I didn't I didn't I wasn't angry at nobody. You know who I was angry at? Myself. Cause I was blessed, bro. Blessed. Beautiful kids, beautiful family. I had a I had my, my baby my last baby mom at the time, she was pregnant. I had a great job. I was making good money and then I made bad decisions and still wanted to sell drugs because once you start getting money like that, where like every time you make a drop and you're making fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred, forty five hundred, you know what I mean? You start getting money like that, then it's a very it's very, very addictive. Going to the mall every day, eat what you want, smoke what you want, go anywhere you want, buy anything you want. So that you know, that's a disease in itself too. You know? So God said, All right. You don't appreciate what I've blessed you with so far, so we're going to put you right here for a time, and then you're going to work it out. We're going to work it out so we can get it together. We need you to study. We need you to seek knowledge. We need you to pray. We need you to ask for forgiveness. We need you to ask for my mercy. This is, you know, God sitting there looking at me like, all right, what you going to do? All right, what you going to make, you know, what you going to do? You going to sit here and plan to go back out there and do the same thing? Or you gonna make a plan right here while you're sitting here and your kids are growing up right before your eyes? Every Christmas that went by, every New Year's that went by, every birthday that went by, my birthday went by, all of the holidays went by. Yo, I felt every last one of that shit, bro. It was painful, it was disheartening, it was heartbreaking. Lost a lot of people in my in my family that died while I was incarcerated. They were here when I left, and then they were all gone when I when I came. Like nine people in my family died when I was locked up, dog. No exaggeration. And then one of my boys, he got killed too. In the armed robbery. They shot and killed him. It was a newspaper, and I read that shit from behind the prison walls, man. That was fucked up. We used to ride motorcycles together. He used to do his thing on his time. We never fucked with each other like that, and I did my thing on my time. You know what I mean? But we used to link, you know, because that's how it was. Back in the day, you had niggas that was getting money, and motherfuckers who was, was thorough, and then we used to be into the same shit, go to the same places, and do the same shit. You know, we all had bread. But now... I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on right now. Y'all got to just be yourself, bro. Rep where you from, man. And you in New Jersey, and you acting like you, you from Chicago, you a clown, bro. And you from New York, and you acting like you from Chicago or L.A., you's a fucking bozo. And if you from Philly, and you acting like you from Chicago, or you acting like you from L.A., you's a clown. Because in Philly... Philly is like 90% Muslims. There's mass jizz everywhere. And everybody has attributes for their names. And I don't know what's going on when Muslims are running around shooting and killing one another. Like we're in Iraq and Afghanistan. That's why I think that the president should just declare martial law already, man. And just have a draft. And then just draft anybody that's 17 years old to 30 years old, if you're not in school, college, or anything like that, then you go in the military. Mandatory. Three years, four years. Because it's going to instill discipline. 
it'll instill discipline. And I, you know, and I and I suggest that all the young men and young women should go right after high school and serve in the military. You know why? So when you go serve in the military and you get out honorably, now you have medical benefits for the rest of your life, dude. That's there's no price tag on that. That's invaluable. And you get money to go to college. You get money to buy a house. You get a lot of programs. And then, like, when you become an adult and you start working, they say you lose your job or you get laid off or you get hurt and you can't pay your rent or you can't pay your mortgage. And they have, they have programs for, v- and, you know, for veterans where you call and say, listen, I'm kind of fucked up right now and I need help with my electric bill or I need help with my rent. Da, 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 da. Then they ask you, all right, what's in your documentation? Show us. You send it in, boom, 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 done. Paid. That's an uplift. Then it gives you a minute. They're like, all right, let me regroup myself. I got to go do this, do that, do that, do that, so I don't fall back again. It's a benefit. It's not a negative. Might as well. You're running around here shoot like you in the army. Like, what the fuck is that video game they play all the time? Warzone and the other one, whatever the fuck that corny ass shit is, shooting. I just seen a video today. Somebody posted, man, it was fucking, fucking disgusting, bro. Heartbreaking. Another a black man running up to another black man, stood like two feet from him, three feet from him, and shot him dead, bro. And then when some people ran out to the street to check up on him, the shooter came back and shot the people who was being nosy. That was looking to make sure he was okay. They shot him too. Them, them people too. Killed another person. So two people dropped right there dead. Like what is it? Why do we hate our own reflection? Why? When you could do the same thing too, bro. All you got to do is believe in your vision, believe in your dreams, write them down, and then when you get a couple of dollars, then invest. Like what, through the years when I was doing construction, Every payday, when I started this journey in 2014, every payday, I put a couple hundred dollars into an artist I was working with, you know what I mean, studio time, videos, this and that, you know, promo and the whole nine, and then 2016, 17, I decided I wanted to start my own brand, or 2018, something like that. I want to start my own brand. I got somebody in Philly, I paid them to make me some t-shirts, but just the logo was my was my design, just this logo, but it was big. It was like eight by 11, big as hell, right? Like a Superman logo, Hustar. I did a couple years went by, then I decided to do this now, Hustar world, because it is a fucking Hustar world. And when you say hood, hood is not negative. This society has made us to believe that black, in the dictionary it says black, negative. No, it's not. It's not. They say hood negativity. No, it's not. Hood is just urban America, the poor. Don't mean that we're negative. That's just the one to three percent that are negative. The other ninety-seven percent, ninety-eight percent of the people that live in urban America are creative, loving, caring, sharing, assertive, motivated, inspiring, professional. Doctors, lawyers, scientists, police officers, firefighters, EMTs, coaches, volunteers, you know, NBA, NFL, boxing, whatever the fuck going on around the world, urban America is in it and dominates it. 
So it is a hoodstock world. So the world has to recognize and change the narrative. It's not negative. So when you see my hoodstock world, don't look at it and say, oh, it's negative. No. Be proud of it. It is a hoodstock world. LeBron James come from the hood. Michael Jordan came from the hood. Oprah Winfrey from the hood. Kanye West from the hood. Jay-Z from the hood. Can I, I got to go on? Serena Williams from the hood. Just greatness, 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 greatness. Just greatness. Everybody came from urban America, where the where United States put us at, in the hood, in urban America, in the poor. Poor, on welfare, eating blocks of cheese, you know, and, and canned milk. We're all from the same shit, bro. So why do we hate each other? Because that's what the devil does. That's his job. He goes out every night to do that. He has his little. He has his soldiers, and he sends his soldiers out to create breakups and divorce. Then he creates soldiers to go out and create arguments and fighting and shooting and killing. And then he creates selling drugs and getting high and overdosing and dying. Everything is destructive. That's his job. That's his sole perfect purpose. From the time the sun go down and it gets dark until it comes up in the morning, the devil is running. All over the all over the world, his soldiers are the Shantanis to misguide and mislead the people off the same cliff to them graveyards and them prison cells. If you got kids, you got youth, talk to them and be honest with them. Let them know the truth, man. That that shit they got going on is yo going to prison ain't nothing nice. I don't know how many times I say this shit on my podcast. But going to prison is not cool, it ain't gangster, it ain't sweet, it ain't fun, it ain't none of that shit, bro. You see, I've seen the biggest killers and the biggest gangsters lose their minds in prison. You'll be seeing them at the 8 a.m. line at meds and at the fucking 7 p.m. line for meds to do their prison time. They got to be fucking... Huh? Yo, what the fuck wrong with him? That nigga's on a mess, bro. Oh, shit, man. I want him to play on our team, bro. What happened? Man, that nigga ain't playing shit, bro. That nigga just sitting there. <laughs> Yo, he nice, man. That nigga went to, he went to college and played ball. Or he's strong as hell, man. He could be on the weightlifting team, man, or on a softball team, man. What the fuck, man? That nigga is motherfucking shuffles. You might as call that nigga shuffles, nigga. He just shuffling around the courtyard, dog. Around the track. On them fucking pills. Dizzy as hell. Yeah, man. So, gotta tell the young boys what it is, man. That's why for any juvenile detention center, prisons, schools, colleges, anybody out there that wanna book me, Hit me in my email at hoodstarworld at gmail.com so I can come speak to the youth. Come speak to the people behind the wall and let them know that when they come out back out to society, this is what you got to do. This is how you do it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. I'm not a millionaire physically yet. I'm a billionaire internally and within freedom. I don't have no friends, no more friends, no more friends. I got one left. He old. He's already sixty. So, you know, 
But all that, I used to always have a bunch of people around me. Women, people. My whole life, my whole life was like that. You know, I was the star, the fucking, everywhere I went, I was the, the, the light of the room. You know, that's, oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's him. Oh, that, oh, oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, oh, yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah, that my baby daddy. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that nigga money. Oh, yeah, yeah, that nigga play ball. Oh, that nigga ride bikes. Oh, that nigga be going everywhere. Oh, that nigga, yeah, that nigga. Yeah. And all that shit didn't mean nothing. It means absolutely zero. Nada. Not a motherfucking thing, bro. Because guess what? When I was locked up, not one of them bastards fucking wrote me. Not none of them motherfuckers can't went by and make sure my kids was good. Or snatch my son up and be a mentor to him because I left my son at the time out here in the world. He was like 16. His dad locked up being a goofball. Got a 10-year sentence being a fucking clown. So then my son, I wasn't there. So then when my son turned 19, guess what happened? Or 20, some shit like that. Guess what happened? I'm coming home parole. I come home, and guess where he goes? He goes to prison. I did a 10, and he goes in to do a 15. Well, ain't that about a bitch? Ain't that about a bitch? So we got to do better. We got to do better. Yo, this podcast is brought to you by and sponsored by Hoodstar World, an urban American clothing line, comfort and fit for everyone, from from babies to senior citizens. Hoodies, tees, snapbacks, joggers, the whole nine. Hoodstar World, negative to positive. So go shop with hoodstarworld.com today. And we'll be right back after these messages. I'm switch it up, y'all they know it ain't sweet Can't you start my style, come again, cause I have switched Ay, it up I told little bro, pass the perky, trying to hit her, I can't get Ay, it up when she hop on top of me, get to start running She oh, like, get it up, say niggas thought they knew how I was coming So I switched it up, uh, 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 switch it up, uh, uh switch it up Ay, ain't no gang is leaders, ay, ain't no gang is leaders uh, Come out the cut with the blickies tuck, ay, come out the cut with the fifties tuck Nigga, you play on my bus, nigga, you play on my bus, ay, nigga, you Play on my bus if you hop in the cut, I'ma run behind you. Ay, I'm tryna hit your brain, hit your middle, dump your spinal. I'm tryna make you hit the ground, start fight for your life. Uh, uh, ay, I ain't tryna do no job, I hop in the gun, you can walk no down. Uh, they know I'ma start so hard to protect. Ayy, roll go down, go shine on my neck. Ayy, I got my cup for the phone. No tap, ayy, know I'ma slide with the slide at the tip. Ayy, shit, how my son let the lingo is making a way. Ayy, she wanna leak cause she know I'm gonna make it. Ayy, nigga, be trying to be gang, you can't bang with Ayy, girl, right now, don't chase it. Shots, I know she'll greet my body, she's tryna caress. Ayy, cause my father, it
Base with a go, he gon' ride with that pole. Yes, sir. That was Quackstar. Switch it up. Stay tuned for that. I'm going to drop that soon. But anyway, go check out all his new music right now. Apple Music, Spotify. It's Quackstar. Q-U-O-X-K star. We just dropped a new joint called Slow Flow. It's dope. But anyway, so getting back to the subject at hand. The self-hate. Like, why do we hate each other so much? Like, I really, that we let branding and marketing and media brainwashed our culture for us to hate each other and kill each other, all chasing the same bag. They dropped the bag in the middle of the culture. This is the whole United States, and they dropped the bag in the middle, and they got everybody fighting like ants for clout, success, and riches. For the same imagery, to have the biggest chains, the biggest car, the woman with the biggest ass, and it's all meaningless. Like you cannot take any of that shit with you when you die, dog. Nothing. You can't take your Bentley. You can't take your chain. You can't take your watches. You can't take your girl. You can't take your kids. You can't take your mom. You can't take your family. You can't take nothing. You can't even, you can't even take your music with you, bro. Nothing that you're doing on this planet you can take with you. It's just you in the grave waiting for the day of judgment when all the, all, the, all the souls are going to be raised and then be judged what you did during your lifetime on this planet. So if you can come to an understanding and have a good retrospect on reality, then you will have a better understanding and what your destiny is, what your calling is. And you just, the goal is to live as long as God lets you. Not to cut down your life or to put yourself in a position to have your life cut down. When you see negativity, just deflect it and keep it moving. Don't even feed into it. Because no matter what, when you get it, then that means you become a target. I just seen uh, T.I. just said that, too. Um, shout out to Celebrity Source. I watch this blogger on YouTube every day. You know, I, I like him. He, I used to watch academics, but I don't watch academics no more. I, I, listen, I, I watch Celeb Source. So shout out to Celeb Source. And T.I. said that shit on his platform. He said that, listen, once you get become successful, now you got what people that's from where you're from and look like you, and they want to achieve it, but it seems so far away. But they haven't even started the process of going in that, you know, and building the momentum to get to that level. So they want to come and take what you got. They want to come rob and fucking kill you or kidnap one of your loved ones and extort you. Or when you go to do your shows or wherever the fuck you got going on, wherever you go, they want you to pay a fee for protection. Like the mob used to do. That's why they, the gangs were created because back in the 50s, the 40s and the 50s, in urban America, and then people started you know, learning how to move, and then the mob was like, listen, if you want to move that over here, you got to pay to come over here. If you want to do that right there, you got to pay a toll to go from here to there. If you want to do this right there, you got to pay for protection. 
If you want to do this right there, right there you got to pay for us to go do that over there to let them know that they can't come over here to fuck with you. If you want to do that, like everything was like, so black and brown people, Latinos said, fuck this, man. We got to organize, but we being abused, bro, by the Irish and Italians. So they created the gangs, you know, a, a group of people to organize to protect them from the people that come into their neighborhoods to oppress and transgress against them. Uh, we got to organize. We got to do this when this happens. We got to do it. Uh, how are we going to get money? What are we going to do? How do we monetize our situation? Uh, we're going to hold rallies. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. Whatever the subject matter was, political or, you know, uh, uh, uplifting or social groups or mental health or whatever the fuck was happening at the time. That's why it was created to organize and to protect from the outsiders coming in and abusing us, bro. Not now, what it's become. Now, really, is they, how they acting and running around. Nobody, nobody respects the code. Nobody respecting the OGs. There's no leadership. There's no guidance. The OGs are scared of the young boys, and the young boys are just running amok. It's like guerrilla warfare, for real. He's running around shooting guns all fucking crazy. You can say something to somebody on Instagram, on, on social media, then when they see you, they're going to run up to you with a gun and shoot you dead for something on the internet. The internet is the new street shit, bro. It's crazy. I, I, I think they should just go ahead and ban fucking social media. Knock it down for a little bit, like, like 90 days. So everybody can get tuned back into reality, man. Get everybody off social media. Fuck social media. Just be in tune with what you got going on in your life. Just have the internet. You know, you can do websites like it was in the 90s. Websites, you email people, you sell products. You, know, you go do shows, you book shows, you sell your merch. Everything was done through email, bro. And then wherever you went, they had a camera and they videotaped it. And then they come back, edit it, and then they fucking put a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Not what it is now. It's crazy, bro. So I'm not understanding, like, what's all the hate and animosity about, man? I remember a couple of years ago, some old head came on my live and shit. I mean, he was already following me. He came on my live a couple of times. We talked or whatever. Oh, I, I, oh, I posted something about when Tory Lanez, when, he, when that shit first happened between him and Megan Stallion. I ain't believe that shit from the rip. And I said, I don't believe that shit. I said something. And he got in my comments talking all crazy. And then he got in my, in, uh, in my, in my, I think I DM'd him or something. I said, yo, man, what's up, OG? He was like, man, that shit crazy. I said, man, you know what the fuck you talking to? He was like, man, well, fuck you then. I'll kill you. I was like, what? Hey, what's good? This is Ali Hustar365. This is Respect the Game, the podcast, episode 197. This is part two, Rap No More. I had to cut off the live last night around, what time was it, like 1.30, 2.30, 2.30 in the morning, something like that. Well, guess what happened? 
My cat went in my daughter's room into her closet, finagled her little behind, in behind a damn wall somewhere, and got wedged in between the wall and a pipe, and she couldn't get out. So I had to bust sheetrock about a foot and a half from the uh, base of the floor up and about a foot wide. And then I had to fucking... It, it was three. It was three two by fours, you know, to the joint right there to the doorway. So I had to fucking rip out a piece of that shit. I had to chisel it off to get about a foot and a half of that out of there, so she can get loose and get out. So I didn't get done that mission to like three something. That was crazy, man. Made a big ass mess in my daughter's room. So it was a whole construction project, man. So. You guys who were tuned in, you know, I, I, do I have to apologize? Well, that's what happened. I'm just letting you know. But anyway, getting back to the topic in hand and what we're talking about on the podcast is rap no more. A lot of artists that want, you know, inspiring artists that want to be artists, a lot of them are just saying they don't want to do it anymore. It's too dangerous. You can't have a freedom of expression, not even in the form of art and music in politics, on social media, in public, like, like we literally can become a socialized, a socialist society right underneath our noses. We're losing all rights every day. And then on top of that, we have our own people, black people and Latino people, killing each other, hating each other, being envious, being jealous, being hurtful, scamming. I just I was just cruising on this app bingo and I ran across this young sister and she was doing a podcast and I was listening to her and somebody was on her podcast talking to her, trying to sell her some shit. They be on there talking, the scammers be on there talking like they got an agency, this and this and that, and they sound real good because they're older than the young people on this, you know. But it'd be your own people trying to scam you. They want you to pay for them to be your fucking whatever they're doing on this app. They, they get, they're gassing you up. Yeah, you're going to come to New York and get on Hot 97 or get on this and do that. Hot 97 don't do no fucking podcasting. You're a podcaster, just podcast, man. Go sign up on anchor.fm. It's free. You record the podcast, you upload it, they distribute it to all the podcast platforms. And then you do like I'm doing right here. You record yourself on your YouTube. You go live on your YouTube, you record it. Now you got a video visual, your podcast, what you're talking about. And when you're done recording your podcast, you take it and then you upload it on Anchor. Now it goes to all, you know, it's everywhere. People around the world can listen to your podcast. And then, now, then after that, you got to get on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and promote your shit. Promote your podcast. It be your own people, man, to scam the shit out you, rob you, and shoot the shit out you. Shoot your whole head off until you fucking catch on fire. I don't know where we lost the love for one another, man, but we got to get it back. I don't know where we lost the love at, but, you know, when they created these social media, that's when it started happening. 2014, I think it was, right? 
2013. I remember when it was start, first started happening. I remember I heard uh, Funk Flex talking about Instagram at the, not, at the very beginning. It, had, it, it didn't even launch yet, and he mentioned it on the radio. I was in New York grinding with this artist, and we were in the car, and I would listen to the radio. And he was talking about it. Ever since they did that, then they gave you the ability to go live, and the ability to post, and the ability to DM, and the ability, and then you just turn to the, it's the streets now. Now you can say something to somebody on there. Look at the, see the shirt? Social media has become a menace to society. Literally. It's become a menace to our society, our culture, urban America. You can say something to somebody online, on, on, on their posts, on their comments, or anything, and they'll fucking hunt you down like a fucking animal and kill you. Weird. Weird culture. Socialites. And then you see the women on here showing their bodies daily, and then if so, you know, so happen you, or even not so happen you see one of them, you just see a beautiful woman in public, and when you go to say hi, they're like, mm, the Me Too culture, the, con- the cancel culture, why are you speaking to me? Uh, you're beautiful. Hello, how you doing? You know, do you not have any social skills? But you get on your cell phone and you're fucking showing the world your whole body. Ass crack, everything's exposed. Pussy lips, ass cracks, nipples and a whole nine. But you can't speak in public, like. So for you to date now, you gotta you gotta meet them online and talk online and then decide you wanna meet up. As a sneaky link. So everybody's just getting together, fucking and sucking, and keep it pushing. Ain't no more love. No more love in courtship. No more love in dating. No more love in relationship. No more love in friendships. No more, lo- no more love in uh, uh, business, being business partners, investors, motivators, mentors, parenting. Everything's projected through this. This is the, this is the mark of the beast. The smartphone is the mark of the beast. That's what the mark of the beast because this, this, this shit keeps you, your brain preoccupied and distracted from your reality. I just scroll, I was scrolling on Bingo and I said, oh, wow, wow, she's beautiful. Let me see what she's talking about. Beautiful, but she had red hair, beautiful skin, all these filters. And when I went to, and she looked like she was about 30 something, right? And then when I, go, when I went to her page, she was fucking an auntie. And she had a Ronald McDonald fucking wig on, cut like until fucking Dora cut. And she's working at some type of liquor store, convenience store with all these cigarettes in the back of her. And she ain't look nothing like the fucking pictures that she has on her profile, bro. It's weird. That is so fucking weird, man. Or you see somebody that, and their pictures. That's why Carter B was going crazy last week. With this early part of this week about Instagram, what they're doing to the pictures and not sending it to all your followers. Because now everything on Instagram, all the, pla- all the apps are video to confirm and verify who you are so you can stop catfishing the world. Because the fucking filters allow you to make your body into an oval glass, make it to 
thick thighs, fat, fat, you know, fat ass, big titties. You can you can construct a whole new person. You know, fuck with your facial features and everything. Get your smooth skin and the whole nine. And then you go meet that person and that person that person in, in you know in real life in person. You see that person, you're like, damn, who are you? I'm, I'm that, that. You follow me, remember we said we we're gonna meet. I, I don't know you. Is this you? Is this you? This is not you. Where's she at? That's why whenever somebody comes in my DM and we trying to start talking to me, I say, yo, just just video chat me. I want to see who the fuck I'm talking to. It's gotten so bad now. I got to the point where I don't even answer. People call my phone all day long, females. Now to the point, I don't even answer that shit, bro. Like my energy, like last two and a half years, almost three years now, my, my energy is protected, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fell in love with myself. You got to find yourself, fall in love with yourself before you can love somebody else, and that's the problem with our with our culture. Everybody hates themselves. Everybody has issues. Whether it's daddy issues, mommy issues, baby mama drama, baby daddy issues. But everybody has issues. Emotional. Traumatic. Then you go meet somebody and you jump in and try to start a relationship and there's so many scars and so many wounds that are left open that any any slight of friction and just blows up. And then a lot of parents take it out on their kids. They be talking to their kids all crazy. So we gotta learn how to love each other, man. And network with each other and do better. So if you see me out and about in public and you see me when I, I don't just go out to be hanging out. I don't hang out. I'm always working right here in the studio and taking care of my babies, right? So if you see me out in public, I'm out there grinding, bro. Handing out my business cards and selling the merch. So when you pull up on me, buy a hat, buy a t-shirt, get a hoodie, support the brand, put it on, take a picture, tag me, post. It's called networking, let's build. If you're an artist, send me your music. Let's get it on the platform, get it on the radio station, get it on the podcast, get it on the mixtape. You got a video, let's get your video on the website. You want to come be a guest on a podcast? Come be a guest on a podcast. We can talk about it. I can interview you on a podcast. You need a write-up, get a bio. All right, do a, we do a write-up for you and put it right on the website, promote you. It's a lot going on, bro. Like I created this platform for the culture to help the indie artists, the, 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 the artists that inspired to go out and inspire the world. And don't be scammed on the internet by all these fucking vultures and sharks in the internet. Somebody they this, they that, they could do this, they could do that, and then they fucking everything, they want you to pay them. And they don't do shit, bro. You'd be better off just researching it and then just keep working it and just fucking build it yourself. 
Then as you build it up, the right people are going to come calling. Now you're ready to go in for a meeting. Now you can go to New York, go to one of them buildings, but like, yeah, this is me. I'm, I'm Ali Hoodstar365, Hoodstar365TVRadio.com, HoodstarWorld.com, the brand, uh, Respect the Game, the podcast, Hoodstar365, the mixtape series. What's up? This is the whole package. What you, what you trying to do? What the check said? Let me see. Eight figures, nine figures. Ten figures. You ain't got to sell your soul. I just told that young lady that. She has a podcast. So all you got to do is just keep creating your podcast, record your podcast, make video of your podcast, put, like, upload it to YouTube, go to anchor.fm, sign up, it's free. You can record on the website, on your phone or however you want to do it. If you have a home home studio at home, a recording studio at home, then you record your podcast like I'm doing right now. See, I'm on the mic and I'm recording. Then I got my phone, I'm recording, I'm on live on my YouTube. Then when you're done, you push share on YouTube and then you edit your vocals on your doll and then you fucking upload it to Anchor and it goes to all the major podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, and all the rest of them. All right, but to get back to the topic about the self-hate and the shooting and killing one another, I don't know what happened or what's going on, but we got to stop this, man. The numbers, our numbers are dwindling every single day. And the crimes are getting more and more and more bolder. Broad daylight now. Because everybody kept saying, defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. We don't need police. Fuck the police. We don't need them. And look, we do need them. We are a civilized society. We're not a third world country. We need policing. So when the police come on the scene, everybody ain't got to turn into a fucking lawyer. Let the police do his job. Of course, you might have one or two bad cops that'll fucking be abusive and all that. Then we, we, when that happens, take, use that same energy that you're using on your own brother and sister that you running up on broad daylight and shooting them in the face and killing them. I dare you. You won't because this society, this country, has brainwashed the culture. It's weird because then we're like, when I go out, like now, now I live in the suburbs. So now when I go out, right, and then when I see black people or Latinos, and we're in a predominantly white area, and we go out, they're so well-behaved. They speak, say, hey, how you doing? Hold the door, and this and that. All right, good looking, bro, appreciate you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then as soon as you go back to the hood, and you might see that same motherfucker, and he grilling you, plotting on you. How can they rob you? Or do they got to shoot and kill you? I know how it feels to get fucking robbed. I got robbed a few times. It's not a good feeling. And it's traumatic, bro. I was fucked up for years behind that. I'm just finally getting over it, dude. I'm not even going to lie. It took years, bro. That shit happened like maybe 2000 fucking... 
2015, I think, something like that. 2016, I had guns all on my face and niggas robbed me. I was fucked up. And I knew the dude. The dude was always fucking um, admonishing me when we were in the halfway house. When we were in the halfway house together, because he was Muslim and I'm Muslim. So then I started getting passes. We started getting passes. We could walk to the mass jet in Camden. So I used to walk from downtown at the VOA and walk all the way up to the mass jet on Spruce on Fridays. So, you know, I've been locked up for years, man. So I was like, yo, I see the people, I see the woman, hey, what's up? How you doing? Ah, what it is? He's like, stop for law, Aki. Stop for law, Aki. Taqwa, Aki. You don't have no fair law, Aki. You ain't supposed to speak to no women like that, Aki. Don't you know? Control your, your hormones, Aki. Look forward, Aki. Let's get to the masjid, Aki. Let's go pray, Aki. And let's get back to the halfway house, Aki. I like that. Okay, this young brother is serious. Assalamu alaikum, Aki. I did that and talk, trying to sound Arabic when he's when speaking. So when we got out, out the halfway house, back into the real world, bam, I seen him about maybe like a year later. Assalamu alaikum, Aki. Well, this is what I'm doing, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. He set up the whole fucking takedown. He did it. No mask, no nothing. Just bold. Salam alaikum, my bad. Don't take it personal. It's just business. This motherfucker. It's crazy. But he must have did, did that to somebody else after they robbed me like that. But they went and robbed somebody else. And guess what happened to him? That person didn't just let it go. I let it go. I was like, you know what? That was, that was God himself who said, don't partake in none of that activity. Just, you know, go get a job. Just coming home, get a job. Go love your family, love your kids. Fuck that. And I was like, I was content with that. If I'm broke, I'm broke. I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going down that road again. You know, he placed his mercy on me and let me walk through that and not get shot and killed or paralyzed. You know? Like what just happened in PNB Rock, man. That was sad, bro. Terrible, man. But the person who shot him had animosity towards him already. So that was that dude's intentions to do that from the rip anyway. Because he was online going back and forth with people. If you feed negative energy, negative negative plus negative equals negative. And people are going to hate on you when you're successful, period. doesn't matter who you are. If you're successful, believe me when I tell you, they're going to hate on you. There's no doubt about it, man. People are going to hate you for it, dude, without question. So we got to be mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? No matter how successful you become, and you decide to go back to, to the hood to visit, then you better take security with you, bro. 
get some white security guards. For real. Because it be your own motherfucking people to shoot your whole fucking face off, bro. And take your fucking little ass watch and chain and kill you. And then get caught. Because today's technology, you ain't getting away with nothing, bro. You're not going to get away with shit, bro. They're going to fucking, they're going to find you, bro. They're going to know who you are, dude. Look, they're already on, on the, the two guys who did it, the driver, the security guard who called them and said that he was there, they on his ass. The driver who drove him there, the driver who drove him there to Roscoe's, they on his ass. So they go into the phones and they're going to see the text messages and that's going to advocate a warrant for their arrest. Now they're going to go to prison forever for being stupid. Kill somebody for his jury and now you can't even do nothing with it. Now you're going to be sitting in prison like an idiot for no motherfucking reason, bro. Could have just left that man alone. That man wasn't making fucking gangster music and telling people to kill people. He was... Making songs, you know, about love and uplifting the kids, dog, the youth. He wasn't on no bullshit like that. Go kill that man for it. That was dumb, bro. I never understood that, dude. Why people are like that. Look at this shit right here. This is exactly what I'm talking about. They'll be on these apps showing all they crack of their ass. And then as soon as you see them in public say something, they look at you like you're weird. But anyway, going back to what I was saying. You can rest assured. You can rest assured that as soon as you become successful, It'll be your own people that's looking to knock your head off, to rob you, to harm you, to kill you, bro. So you got to hire security, straight up. You got to hire security. There's no if, ban, win, nothing about it, bro. You got to hire security, dude. Like right now, I ride around and I pop my trunk open in certain little areas. People come through, they buy shit like that. I'm not on no gang shit. I don't promote no gang shit. You know, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm, you know, I walk this earth with a law. That's it. You know? And I don't have cash on me. People that come by for me, they have cash at PayPal. I don't have change, bro. I don't have no change, no cash. My watch is not a Rolex, man. I only paid like 300 something dollars for this watch, man, years ago. My chain is not platinum, though. It's silver. So you ain't got to come rob me for my silver chain. It was gifted to me years ago. I like it because it's heavy. It's heavy metal. It's silver. You know what I mean? But it's not no fucking platinum. So you ain't got to come kill me for this chain, dog. Just like when I got robbed. I was like, all right, just put my hands up. They got the drop on me. There was nothing I could do. I put my hands up. They took my money. And walked off with it. They told me to get out of here. And I got out of there. It is what it is. I, I, I got to live 
to make 20 times more than what, I, what they took. You feel me? I got to live, this is 2014. We're in what year now? We're in 2022. So eight years later, I'm still here. I could have been dead two, you know, eight years ago. And I wouldn't have had the podcast. I wouldn't have had the clothing line. I wouldn't have had the label. I wouldn't have had my artist. I wouldn't have had my home. I wouldn't have had my beautiful daughter. I wouldn't be able to see my grandkids. I wouldn't even been here. So life is about decisions and consequences. You know what I mean? Decisions, decisions, decisions. And just read energy. You can read human, human beings' energy, man. You know when you go into a room, you can feel that negative energy. If you can't, you better start fucking paying attention and stop being goofy and know what your surroundings, man. I got spider senses. I can sense it right away. Oh, here comes this fucking bozo. Clown. Keep your eyes on this dude, bro. I don't want to hurt nobody's child, bro. I don't want to put nobody on nobody's T-shirt. And I don't want nobody to put me on nobody's T-shirt. just want to live every day to the best of my ability. Love, respect, and just grow and just have growth, bro. All right, so I just wanted to come back and tap back in man, and close this, this podcast out from, from this morning because my cat, man, she fucking went She even fucking tried to scratch me and fucking bite me when I was trying to get her out. She was pent between the two by four and the PVC pipe from my fucking shower. Well, ain't nobody tell her to crawl behind there any motherfucking way. Now she won't even go in my daughter's room. She shook. She been. She she has trauma now. All right. So I'm Ali Hoodstar three six five, and this has been Respect the Game the podcast episode one ninety seven. So go tune in. Let everybody know. Go tune in. Man, we talking about real shit. Man, there ain't no fucking fluff. Ain't no celebrity dick riding. Ain't no clout chasing. I'm giving you my life experiences, my wisdom. And that's it, man. Just trying to, you know, help my people, man, do better. All right, it's all love on this side. Share, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Go get the merch at hoodstarworld.com. Tune into the radio station at hoodstar365tvradio.com. The world's future hip-hop artist is on this radio station, dog. I got 30... Uh, 30 volumes of the mixtape series and a whole lot of singles on there too. All right? That's all. We good? We straight? Remember what I tell you, man. Keep your head on the swivel. Put your 3D glasses on and let the haters keep hating from the sideline. I'm out. Peace. Do you feel me? Do you feel me? I know they feel me now. I know they feel me. Can they hear me out? Phone ring, I'm in the booth right now. I'm trying to put in all the times. No lie. Yeah. I'm trying to make it like the gun. Do you feel me? Pull up bass, beating out the trunk. Like, do you hear me? And I get out of my head. Trying to wonder, do they feel me? And I know she want me dead, but baby, girl, I'm trying to hear Still alive, uh-huh. Never uh-huh. pictured that one wife and wife when we had finally won. But it had felt like-
shooting back. If you get in the car, there's a lot of black. If you shoot to a little nigga, fall back. Back, we with the cap and the nigga. They hang up and win, I tell them to fall back. Real, real far, I feel like you're inside the top.